Hi, I'm Jennifer. And I'm Matt. This podcast is your regular dose of uplifting, inspiring and motivating life-changing tips and success strategies to help you create the wealth, health, lifestyle, passion and prosperity for your own life that you want to create. Welcome to The Prosperity Project. With the start of a new year, we're bombarded with new diets, new regimes that this year, new year, new me, this year will be different. Well, what if we suggested that rather than learn something brand new, a new strategy, actually you just needed to relearn discipline to do what matters most to you and your essential things once more. We're going to be talking about this on today's episode. So what's wrong with staying with old me? Same me, existing You're me. You're perfect the way you The same old person that I've been for years. I'm not doing new year, new me. Instead, I'm just going to be the same me that I've always been. Beautiful. You do you. <laughs> that's, that's the plan, is it? Yeah, exactly. No, but then that wouldn't sell books or sell uh, strategies, um, SlimFast and all that. You couldn't, you couldn't market that. So my question today, and I loved this podcast when we were brainstorming. We actually were brainstorming on a car journey a couple of weeks ago, coming up with ideas. And I think you mentioned, it's kind of, you've been doing a lot of reading over Christmas um, about, and you actually ended up getting quite a lot of books that were about fitness people or people who were adventurous. And they tend to be very structured and very disciplined. Like I've got that admiration that actually these people, they must be disciplined to have the bodies or the work ethic that they have. And we came up with actually, maybe there's a mismatch in what we think will get us a change in our life when maybe there's a little bit of just relearning to be done. And so I think a lot of frustrations for people is when you do this every period of time you look back on your life and you go, oh, you know, well, I am just the same as I was five years ago. Like, what has actually changed? You know, New Year's Eve comes along and some people hate it, like avoid it because, you know, they realise another year older or something. That was another year I didn't start that job. That was another year I didn't move or something. And I, I particularly think about social media being that kind of bitter, sweet experience for a lot of people in life in general. Instagram and Facebook and any of these, it can be people's highlight reel. And so when we're looking at it again, start of the new year, you're seeing everyone having a great time. Everyone's in Dubai. Everyone's got their champagne or whatever. And you can think, I'm stuck in Glasgow on a sofa with COVID, (laughs) right? As it was in our experience. But it can really be that we think they must have some kind of secret sauce of why they've improved. And it led me to think about, well, actually, what am I being disciplined at for this year ahead? What am I choosing to make a consistent focus? Because as I was sitting there on New Year's Eve and we were talking, I really felt strongly that the reason why we have those moments where we look back and say, well, nothing's changed. My immediate answer that comes to me is, well, what did you do differently? What actions, what thoughts, what prompts were different? Can you really expect to be in a different place if you've not done anything differently? Well, and not only have you done something different, but how consistently have you done that mm, same thing? Mm. So you talk about money on your channel and we've had um, a money podcast quite recently. Yes, go and check but out the one before. In order to change your money circumstance, if you want to, you need discipline. Mm. If you have debts that you want to clear off, so we cleared off 24,000 pounds worth of debt 
And the only way of doing that is to be disciplined, to say to yourself, I'm going to put payments and extra money towards this. And rather than spend the extra money that I have on a nice restaurant or a nice coat or a day out or whatever it is, instead, I'm going to siphon that money towards paying off this debt. Mm -hmm. Only discipline is the thing that actually gets things done. And I was thinking, actually, we talked about um, us having COVID over <laughs> Christmas. For me, I just felt kind of really lethargic and I lost my taste and things like that. I can remember, though, you well, we, we were in isolation for the 10 days up here in Scotland based on the rules then. It was really difficult, though, when I was feeling, like, tired. I found it more challenging to start the old habits that I used to do. So for me, I have a very particular morning setup, morning routine that I love. It makes me feel like I'm ready for the day. I'm switched on. I'm not grumpy. <laughs> well, hopefully not too much. But so I like my quiet time. I like to do exercise. I journal. I read my Bible and things like that. I've got a very particular routine. And when I wasn't well and recovering, that was the first thing that went because I felt like I, I was just so tired that I was trying to get like 10, 12 hours sleep and no motivation to get up before the boys. And so the day naturally starts and it carries away. And I think for me, when I started to go back to the gym, that was the hardest thing. It was almost like maybe harder than that first day when you get excited about taking up a new sport or even I've been doing it for, you know, consistently for like a year at least. It was right here's the habit coming back again and even though I knew the benefits I knew that I would feel better it still felt tough but there was in the great blessing of when I did get back into I actually within a day or so felt myself again and maybe that was the that was literally the missing bit I'd taken away something that was actually part of my makeup now my energizer and something that really you know inspired me and and kind of lifted the brain fogginess of it all and I think it's really difficult when you have had habits as well and through the nature of the world you've dropped them without even realizing so i think one thing that misleads us around achieving results making changes and finding discipline is we we expect motivation Mm, to kick mm, in yep so somehow we're going to feel motivated to do something but motivation you can definitely force motivation in the short term but motivation actually isn't the thing that comes first Motivation is the last in the cycle. And we don't realize that because we're thinking, well, how are all these other people motivated? I maybe made myself do something for one day, but I'm not motivated to do it again. And it's actually discipline that comes first. Discipline is the first step in gaining motivation. So let's say you're talking about going to the gym, for example. So rarely do you at first feel like going to the gym day after day or multiple Mm. times a week Mm, so you might find that you're motivated at first to make a change but then after you've done it and it hurts and you you feel like oh I've not lost six pounds after going (laughs) to the gym once then motivation disappears discipline is the only thing that's going to carry you through that first stage that first piece where you're just going and you're not really seeing any positive effects you're not feeling great from Mm. it you're not emotionally or physically seeing anything Discipline is that thing that keeps you on track. After you've had the discipline, then you start to see results. You start to feel good about what you're doing. And only when you're feeling good about something, only when you've got that positive feedback loop, do you then feel motivated. So that's the interesting part. So when you were taking time off due to feeling unwell, 
because of you been away from the gym for long enough, yep. it meant yep. that motivation had disappeared. And all you have left is discipline to get back into things. So I remember actually when I broke my arm a couple of years ago and I was in hospital for a couple of days and they put pins in it and corrected yep. it yep. and things like that. But I recognized that because I'd already built that fundamental discipline in place mm. and I already had that feedback loop, the motivation came quite easily. So although I couldn't work out my forearm area, which meant basically anything using the arm yep. hinge, yep. Yep. so bicep curls or tricep extensions, anything like that I couldn't do. But I went back into the gym pretty much a day or two after I was back from hospital and I was working out how I could work my chest, which mm -hmm, basically yep. meant me strapping things around my upper arms so that I could move them around just using chest muscles and not using the lower arm situation, yep. doing legs and all those kind of things. But motivation was there because I'd had the grounding and discipline in that area. So discipline, I think we don't give enough credit for. Discipline mm. has to come first in anything because the drive, the motivation, and the inspiration to continue comes at a much later stage. It's almost like muscle memory as well. So I was thinking, getting back to the gym, this thing that I knew would make me feel better, it makes me feel stronger, makes me feel fit and alive. I almost had to reactivate the muscle memory of feeling that way again. But there's uh, a lag between yeah. you doing it and you feeling it. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's the thing, it's that feedback loop that you need. It kind of is discipline, to feeling good about it, to motivation, and you still needed that discipline first to get a couple of days worth of that good feeling of, I know this is good for me and I feel good for it, mm. which then creates the motivation, which makes going back again easier. You almost can disregard discipline once motivation kicks yeah. in, but depending on the task or activity, motivation can take longer to come alive. And also if you do get knocked off course, through health, injury, circumstances, timing or whatever, then you can't expect that motivation is going to be there strong enough. So for you, motivation yep. Yep. wasn't big enough, but discipline was. Mm. Whereas for me, I'd already built the discipline for long enough yes, yep. that the motivation was there to continue. So discipline is key a lot of times. Absolutely. So when I was exploring this further about, you know, relearning discipline after um, we've forgotten habits, reintroducing things that we love and we know are good for us, I was looking for some kind of pathways to take this. And one wisdom quote that came to me was this one. It said, a man without self-control is like a city broken into and left without walls. And I loved that okay so self-control is kind of what I would assume discipline is when I think yep. of someone being disciplined I'm thinking of the regardless of what's going on the action something it's important to them they know that it's going to have a compounding effect a benefit in their life but always so they're choosing what am I saying yes to what am I saying no to I really I love that idea of that and so in that particular quote it's like a city broken into and left without walls if you imagine in you know olden days I thought of a castle almost right there's always a wall around it that was its defense against people trying to overtake it and I really love the imagery that actually if we don't have self-control we don't have discipline we're kind of leaving ourselves up to completely being swayed by whatever happens in life, right? If you've no self-control and say, no, I'm making this choice, I'm doing this now, 
then really anything could come along and overtake you as well. Yeah, the, the way I see it is if you've got walls around things that are important, mm-hmm. then they're protected, they're looked after, and they're not going to be impeded on by external forces. Whereas if you don't have walls, if your walls are broken, then you'll let anything in. Exactly. And I see those walls as on your time and on your focuses. If you don't have walls around things that are important to you, if you don't have walls around how you want to use your money, then anything on a whim will turn up. Someone will say, do you fancy going here? Mm. And you'll just say yes to everything. You'll go to the shops and you'll say yes to everything you like the look of rather than have walls around the things that are important, whether that's how much you want to save or whether you want to clear debt in a particular way. But by putting walls around certain things, that means they're protected, they're looked after, and nothing else is going to impact or influence them. Yeah, and I've been learning this lesson, I think, for the past year. So I left my corporate job nearly a year ago, actually. That is crazy. It goes quick, doesn't it? And I think, I wouldn't say I was rebelling against people telling me what to do. I think uh, from having a whole career, 15, 16 years, or or more than that, actually, of school, where people tell you when to turn up, you've no choice, you've got to be certain ways. I really enjoyed the time freedom of... I can just do whatever we want within reason. Like the boys are at school, so we can't run away to the Caribbean or anything just yet. But this is something that I'm stepping into more and more now where I realise, okay, it was great having, just deciding what I wanted to do that day on a whim, but actually I need a bit of self-control. So for example, right now I'm studying for an exam and I'm having to relearn all those habits. And okay, Jennifer, if you want to pass the exam, you're going to have to study the material. You're going to have, like, what can I do to study the best I can? And I've had to, you know, we've had this conversation. I'm having to literally, like, put a wall around certain periods of time and in our week as well, because it's like, no, I need to, do, I want this outcome. So I am willing to put in the factors right now to make it happen. And when I was thinking about the word discipline, two things came to mind. First of all, I thought about a parent-child relationship. So the word discipline is all very commonly used when you're talking about um, instructing your child in what's wrong and right. Okay, you have to, as a parent, you do have to have some level of discipline because naturally kids will just do whatever they feel and it's your role to say okay this is how the world works a little bit this is what's okay in our house I need to say no and yes to that and there's got you can't just say yes all the time there needs to be discipline on children now the types of discipline can vary depending on how your household runs but there needs to be boundaries there needs to be walls there needs to be barriers and the children need to be told and told and informed in a way that works for you in yes, your house yes. when they're doing things that are not acceptable. Yeah, there's so a benchmark. Di- yeah, and discipline is required because the whole point of what you're doing as a parent is to set your child up so when they go to the big world by themselves mm. that they're able to function and they know what's right or wrong and what's acceptable and what's not. And also how they'll represent the household. You know, as we all do, we're all representations. But discipline, we can maybe equate with this bad thing or like the extreme of it is getting like yelled at or, you know, hurt or any like really extreme. But actually discipline can just be a simple saying no in the moment. No, we're not doing that. or That's not going to happen because I believe something better will happen. And then the next train of thought I thought of, similar wording, similar spelling, I went to disciple. 
Okay, and actually you had a fantastic insight when we were prepping for this that I wrote down immediately because I thought it was absolutely really, really, it felt like truth to me. The word disciple feels to me very similar to discipline in that I, I could see very clearly in my head somebody dedicating their life to teachings, to following something. And you had an insight, it's almost like being, uh, when you're disciplined, you're a disciple of your future self. So what are, your future self is your master, your leader, your teacher. What are the habits, the insight, the ways they'll think, the way things will do, what are they in future going to do and start being a disciple, a learner, a follower of that now? Yeah, so a disciple is someone that follows the teachings of someone else and uses them for inspiration, for knowledge, for growth, for development. Um, But we all are disciples of a future self because we are a student of what we need to be now in order to then whatever we become later. Yes. But the way I see things is that we are currently on the trunk of a tree with all of these branches ahead of us. Mm. And no matter where you are, right, there's lots behind you that were lots of different paths, but ultimately you've chosen a path, so yep. that is now the current trunk. You have all these paths that you have about the person you can be, whether that's with your health, your money, your relationships, everything in your life you have open to you about how you want to be. Mm-hmm. The only way of creating or being the image of what you want is to follow in the footsteps of that person that you want to be to be a disciple and to be therefore disciplined in your behaviors to follow in the footsteps of that person of you in the future Mm. so if currently your body isn't exactly where you want it and it doesn't need to be crazy out of shape you don't need to be really really Mm. heavy but if you want to look like someone that's on one of the front of these health magazines and you've been reading my diary again (laughs) that's that's not that's not a goal necessarily that everyone wants or everyone should have but if that's a goal then if that's the image of what you see yourself being and that's the branch you want to Mm. go down then that person does certain things and behaves a certain yes, way. Yes. So you need to do those things now to follow in their footsteps. If you want to be the person that has a particular behavior system with money, whether they have debts or what vehicles they drive or what house they have or how they finish each month financially, whatever that person does, you need to start doing now, which means if that person doesn't order takeaways, then in order to be a true disciple of that person, to follow in their footsteps, you need then the discipline mm, mm-hmm. to begin to not start have takeaways anymore. So it's important to understand that you become who you want to be by following in the footsteps of that person. Now, the great thing is we don't need to necessarily have a clear picture of that person right now, but we can have some ideas about what we want to do and know that more branches uncover themselves as we go along Mm -hmm. and in order to develop and grow into a direction that we're happy with we've got to start somewhere Mm -hmm. that's the interesting thing even if you don't have all the answers even if you don't know exactly what this person looks like you know if you're following someone as a disciple like when we're thinking about biblical times yeah you had a more complete image of what that person was and who they were yeah so you knew whether you wanted that or not i don't know what the future version of me exactly looks like Mm -hmm. but i know that as I follow down a path that will gradually uncover. And if I find that this route's taken me down a way where actually it's not quite ideal, 
I know that I can shift paths a little yes, bit and yeah. change the future <laughs> version of me that I want to follow. Yep. So yep. being that disciple ultimately is being disciplined in your behaviors to follow the path of the person you want to be. Excellent. So how do we do that? How do we relearn? Because I actually think a lot of the time it's just we've forgotten how to actually make those priorities, those boundaries, that self-control. The first thing I would say is you need to know your own thoughts and your own essentialism, if you like, what is actually important in your life. And there's one way that I always suggest to anyone, whenever they're coming to a crossroads and they want to do things differently, take some time away from every distraction, literally with a bit of paper, and just write, how would life look if you could absolutely have your dream vision. You love like, a writing session. I'm a, I'm a writer. Like I find it's very um, very meditational getting writing out. And actually, I think there's something quite beautiful about actually physically creating the words on the and page. I think it's seen very... my handwriting. It's not beautiful <laughs> it's at all. But that, I think, you know, we're constantly told what to do. And this is a game changer for people. Like, I love to the first question I ask when people say, I'm doing this and this and this. I'm like, well... What, what do you actually want to do in life? What would make you feel great and inspired? And, and it's like, oh, I haven't thought about that. Well, why not? <laughs> so you like a writing session. My suggestion, what works better for me is if you were to go for a walk, a cycle yes. or whatever, don't put headphones in or at least don't put music on. Like you can yes. have noise cancelling headphones and just have them on doing nothing. But go for a walk or a cycle or something that gives you half an hour, 45 minutes, yep. maybe even an hour and have nothing distracting you at all because that's also giving you the space and the peace and you'll find that your brain ticks over a lot of stuff for good, bad, indifferent, but it allows you the time to then start to think about the things that are important to you, the things mm. that are not. And the more often you give your brain space, whether that's by sitting there and kind of writing out random stuff that's in your head or whether that's just giving yourself that peace and that space any method that you find you're not distracted by other things means that you're going to have the opportunity to explore what you're looking for and the more you do it the more you'll find that you'll go down different rabbit holes with your thoughts yes yes yeah so i love that so get just allow yourself time to say what do i actually want what are the, and why we do that is because the person you want to be will have certain habits and mindsets and all that. It's those that we want enlightenment or truth about. Like, okay, if I see this person running ultra marathons or living in Mallorca or something, okay, right, well, there's steps. This isn't just a wish. This is actually something that I want to create and I feel aligned with. And I, a phrase that came to me really strongly was, you must learn to choose what you want most over what you want right now. So again, we live in a society that is bombarding us with, you have this latest thing now, it'll make you feel happy, it'll make you feel sad, it'll make you feel wealthy. Now, 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 you've got to have Deliveroo, you've got to have Amazon, it's now. Like, when we were younger, in the 90s, we had to dial up, You, we had to use dial up modems, right? That little 10, 15 seconds of that modem noise, you know, as it dialed in, it seemed like the longest thing in the world, but you were prepared to wait. Yeah, to but connect. also when you were online, it still took a while to get to things. <laughs> and if it was an image, if it had an image on the the page, you're it, like, oh, it, it took God. forever. So you had to focus on 
what was most important. Yes. Unlike now where you can have 30 tabs open, I, I bet you a lot of people <laughs> can open up their phone, go to their browser, and there's 30 things that are open. Yeah, that's Whereas really, yeah. back in the old days, you didn't have that. You had to choose what was important to look at, what you really felt like you wanted to keep open. Mm. And actually, you could probably only have one page open at a time anyway. At the most, yep. Um, so things that are most important are things that you really need to be focusing mm. on. And it's not about trying to be someone different. I'm suggesting that it's actually being motivating yourself and learning how to be re-disciplined to be more of what you are already, what your purpose, your vision is. And I think everyone believes that, you know, that we should be good at everything, but actually it's good if there's maybe only a couple of things that you can see yourself doing and the rest you kind of have to say, well, that doesn't feel like that's my journey right now. I'm going to give up that ice skating gold medal right now and I'm going to, you know, train in CrossFit. Or so. There's going to be things that you actually, you have to make a choice where you're going to focus on. We also have to remember that discipline isn't universal. Mm. So the person that you see who has got a wonderful fit body and is doing training and potentially competitions and they're just looking great. Mm. They may well be terrible with their money. Yeah. They yeah. may well be terrible with their relationships. Yeah. They, they're probably not perfect on everything. Actually, I guarantee that they're not. No. Discipline isn't a universal concept where if you are good with one thing, that means that you can apply discipline to other things. We have areas where we, we've got more interest mm -hmm. or we've got more focus or we've got more desire or something that we want to, we're better at walling off yeah. and yeah. keeping protected and sacred. So because of that, those things we find discipline much easier. But it doesn't mean that because you're disciplined in one spot that you can apply that same discipline elsewhere very easily. Mm. But what it does prove is that you are able, with the right motivation and the right focus, you are able to be disciplined and you are able to put that focus in place and stick to a plan and a goal and an endgame to make things happen. Yeah. And if you are able to do it in one place, then you do have the skill set to apply it anywhere else. But just know that, as I mentioned before, the feedback loop of positive success and then motivation. Well, some things motivation will take a lot longer to kick in mm. before you find that it becomes a little bit more automatic. In some areas, motivation will take a long time. In other areas, you'll find that motivation kicks in quite quickly, mm. which means mm. that you don't need to feel like you're disciplined because it almost comes easier. It comes naturally. So it's the same as... Actually, even when you think about your job, you you need you don't really need discipline to wake up early and mm -hmm. head to a place you don't like each day. The motivation yeah. is I want to get paid. <laughs> so sometimes we don't even need positive mm -hmm. motivation yeah. or positive yeah. reasons to feel like we're disciplined in doing something. Sometimes just the, the nature of it creates the mm. fact that you're strongly disciplined anyway. But just know that, yeah, you, universal discipline isn't a thing. And that you'll be stronger and weaker in different areas, but you can be stronger in all areas once you decide that you want something to be really focused and really closed off and not allow other things to impede on it. Absolutely. And that brings me to my final point that I've had to learn as well. And when I want to relearn being disciplined in anything and, and hone in my self-control it's really about removing distractions a lot of the time. So it's that yes, no. What am I going to say yes to equally means I'm going to say no 
to everything else outside of that. And I've got a very, I've got a very couple of particular goals that I want to create in the next month, the next couple of months. And I'm strategically having to learn to say no to everything else because time is my only valuable asset. My, you know, focus as well is my only valuable asset along with that time. And so everything else I've deemed as unless it's an emergency unless it's you know really really needs done I'm going to have to say no to it or put it off for another time and for me that's even looking at technology and saying in the line of work that I do it's hard not to want to be on social media and things like that because you want to engage you want to reach people you want to help people but I also have to make sure I control and limit how much focus and attention I go you know, goes in these places because I find you know the minutes the hours can go away and also energy it's difficult to focus and switch so that's why I kind of really instilled a morning routine of my absolute things that I know are in my benefit that I grow that I feel good about and I get up early when nobody else is awake because I know I'm not I'm not selling out on those things. They change me. They make me better. They set me up for the day. And the same now with like let's say our content and things like that. We've got a structure that's working really solid and I will make sure that nothing is distracted from that as much as possible. And actually on that point, distraction is the enemy of discipline. Absolutely. Discipline because you need to force it, because you need to hold its hand the entire time whilst mm. you're in that particular zone distraction is the enemy so you're currently studying for an exam motivation isn't there at the moment for it i mean you, you've got a drive to do it but it still is sitting in the place where you've got to be disciplined yep. to get it done yep. and distraction is your enemy if the kids want something if i say do you fancy going for a walk <laughs> then know. you think oh that sounds more fun than this if social media is there if you get an email a phone call everything mm. all these distractions are more appealing often than the thing that you need to be disciplined to do so that's why closing yourself off to everything else so that you can focus on that one piece that you want to be disciplined for i think allows you to get to a place of success much easier closing off from distraction yeah. will help you absolutely so that being said at the end of this podcast you know i love to give you a challenge and the challenge for this week's episode is what's the one area that is coming to mind for you right now as you've listened to this podcast that you feel you want to relearn discipline in now it could be to do with your health it could be due to your money education maybe you want to do something totally unexpected and really mix up your 2022 ahead whatever it is I'd love to know in the comments what what that is if you're willing to share but equally if we'd love to even know in the comments if this podcast has helped you giving you inspiration on just a couple of things yep I'm going to be mindful of that and be more of a disciple of my future self I love that insight so this year especially I know that we're learning some self-control and we've got lots of big ideas and things like that and we really do hope this podcast is adding value to you so if it has in any way a couple of things you could do if you're watching right now on the Mama for Fur channel you could hit subscribe you could follow my channel you could hit like as well that helps the algorithm push it out to other people who it might help and the other thing if you're listening to it on Spotify or iTunes why not pass it this episode on to someone else if, if a face has come to mind 
maybe they would appreciate it as well. You can also leave us a five-star review or any kind of review. It's, it's five, all, five star, five, just five star. <laughs> just, Nothing else, just if, five star. If you're feeling angry, don't leave a review just yet. Wait for a day or so. Please do check out the rest of my episodes. We have over 80 of them that you can listen to. It would be a joy to help you with something else today or in the future as well. Thank you so much for watching and listening today. We'll speak to you very soon.